Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone, and a merry, merry Christmas to one and all. I am Ron Kolick, your host, New England's own Santa Claus, the only one with holiday cheer around here. Anyways, welcome to Ghost Chronicles International Christmas Edition, starring me, oh, and uh, the fella from across the pond, the gold standing and ghost hunting, the stuffy old man, Mr. Steve Parsons. Santa's little helper. Oh, is that who you are? Apparently so. Anyway, hey, um, you know what? Hey, I, arm. Yes, I, I, I just got, uh, I just just came in to for the do this radio show didn't have any lunch so i grabbed some cookies and steve you know i started eating them and i started thinking of you because those are those christmas cookies and uh those are, do you remember when you, you came over I, I doubt it but and in case you do we used to always get those uh halloween cookies remember them yep i remember them well those, i've eaten many 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 of them they were good right very good yeah they didn't have them this year so uh, they came out with the Christmas ones, and I got those the exact same thing, only, of course, they're sh- shaped in Christmas shapes. Anyway, so I was thinking Thank of you, you, anyway, Thank while you. I was eating them. <clears throat> anyway, welcome to the show, and joining us now is the blonde bombshell her- herself, Miss Ann Kerrigan. Hi, everybody. Merry Christmas. Really? You can say that now? I occasionally oh, can spit it out. Yeah, I'm I'm such like a, a cat Scrooge. With a mm-hmm. Scrooge. Yeah, right. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yes, yeah, pretty else much. Yeah, Scroogey earlier. With with tense. Yeah, I have to get it all out of my system, so I'll be nice and pleasant and happy on the show. Oh, oh wow! Rainbows and unicorns. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, I love. Oh, it. if only everybody knew what we had to deal with, right, Steve? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe we should make a, a Patreon tape for uh, for our uh, listeners so they know what I'm really like. Yeah. No, because then no one would ever turn on the, the you know, radio again. <laughs> and and by the way, speaking of uh, our Patreon uh, listeners, if you're not a member of the Dead Air Society, uh, used to be Health Fans, Helsing's Angels, but nobody wanted that. So uh, we changed not it only, to Dead Surprise, it's sexist. It's so we changed it to the Dead Air Society. Angels were both male and female, so get over it. Uh, mm-hmm. If you want to be followed uh, around by men, that's <laughs> good. So, anyways, we are now the Dead Air Society, and, and we want to thank all these guys uh, who who have supported us through Patreon. There's, if you become a member, you get access to all these fabulous videos that are up there. But starring the, me, yeah, starring you, and I actually have one just with you in it, so I'm not even in it, so that gives you. An hey, idea. how's the GoFund? How's the GoFundMe page going for the um, <laughs> Twilight Home? Twilight Hotel, the Hotel yeah. Hotel. Yeah, the, you know the you and Leslie's Twilight Home for the criminally bewildered. Yeah, <laughs> it's going fine. It's going fine. Good. But anyways, uh, uh, donate a dollar. 
uh, Patreon uh, survivors. We want uh, survivors. That's a good word for them. Uh, we, want to, we want to thank them so much for uh, supporting us. And we do yeah. have we're Van working on, survivors. Yeah, we're working on some some new bling for you guys for next week. Only the good people buy, not these crappy old crunch crump, crumpy old co-hosts that I have. But <laughs> really, but for you wow. Guys. And hey, funny story, right? And, and knows. Jason Doobie, right? I absolutely do. Yeah, and awesome he's the one. Is, he's the one that's going to be he gonna designing, designing uh, some of our uh, uh, bling for us. And one of the first Patreon members we had was Quinn Doobie, and so I didn't know who this guy was, and and I tried contacting him a few times to get him on Facebook and everything else, you know, so they can go into our super secret Facebook page, but uh, never heard from. Well, I found out last night that Quinn Doobie. Is female. It's ah. Jason's wife. <laughs> ah, there you go. So I totally screwed up. So Quinn, I am so sorry. I, I thought Quinn was a male name, but what the hell do I know? I don't even know my own name sometimes. I certainly don't know my co-host names any of the time. Mm-hmm. He just and made a gross right. assumption that it was a man. Why is it gross? I've never heard Quinn is a female name. It could be any kind of name. Oh, really? Like you knew that. Well, I you wouldn't know, assume ordinarily, that it was a man. Ronnie's Go unique. Ahead, he starts off with an apology, and then he defends it and tries to make out that he was right all along. That's of course correct. I'm right all along. What if There's I ever been wrong? Like yeah. You know, what if I've ever been wrong? Would you like me you know, to list them? <laughs> when God How made me, he, got... he broke the mold. He says, "Perfection, we're done." Yeah. Uh-huh. He broke the mold, all right. God, don't let me do that again. <laughs> broke it into a million pieces. Yeah. All right. So in this cheerful Christmas show, <laughs> uh, well, I, uh, always. Yep. Mm-hmm. Hang on. Uh, I'm going to read you. A, I'm going to I'm going to read. So I wasn't going to, but I've changed my mind. Uh-huh. Oh, boy, this ought to be good. Right, yeah. Right. This, yeah. This is a, a tweet sure, while you, while you direct read, message, you direct message on Twitter received uh-huh. earlier this week. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I and I quote. Is it tonight that you do the podcast with Ron? I listened to that episode a few weeks ago when you had more rapport with the Scottish medium guest you had on. And Ron seemed to spit his dummy out and let you two talk between yourselves for 15 minutes, then stuck his nose back in mid-conversation and stifled the show as per usual. I love it. (laughs) Oh, my My, God. My job is done. (laughs) Oh, Wow. I did. I did have to. Uh, yeah, I replied and explained. No, that's perfectly normal for the show. Yeah. Tell tell them it was that time of the month for me. So. <laughs> Should read that more of the comments that people send me about the show. We they do like us, though. Yeah. yeah okay. I don't know why. I don't care. You're welcome to it. I don't have no idea. I thought you were reading a Christmas story, but that wasn't very festive. <laughs> <laughs> At least not for me. <laughs> well, it wasn't a way because now I know I'm doing my job. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes, wow. go on. Go on with what? I don't know. I thought he had more that he was going to What, Twittering? No. no. <laughs> Are we done? Okay, fine. So, uh, I don't know if anybody else wants to start first, uh, do they? Uh, no, go right ahead. Yeah, of course. Lead us out, Ron. John, I, I mean, what's his name? Steve. Uh, Steve, I came across this thing. I, I, I cannot 
understand it. And I, I, I don't even know if you've ever heard of it before, but it's, it's a Christmas haunting. And it's, it's in the UK. In fact, I think it's it might even be near you or something. But uh, I had never heard it before. And it's kind of uh, scary, actually. So let's just run this up here. And if I can find the damn thing, uh, it's coming. As the computer freezes, here we go. Talk amongst yourselves, ladies and gentlemen. I am just talking amongst yourselves. My computer just froze, so I'm... Oh, for God's sakes. Will you please buy a new computer? Please? Uh, Maybe laptop. Santa Claus will bring you one for I Christmas. I got to bring a new one sitting there, the super duper one for Christmas. But Set it I, up. Please. Anyway, so, there it is. I got it. Oh, thank Bishop's, God. Bishop's Castle in Shropshireshire. Shropshire? Well, I know where it is. I know the place. You know where Shropshire is? I know where Bishop's Castle is as well. You do? Mm. So, according to this, on December 21st, all the ghosts in the UK are said to congregate once a year there. Well? Well, they can't now, can they? We're in lockdown. (laughs) Is it true true or not? I don't know. Have you you ever heard of it? I've heard the story, but there are lots of stories like that from different places around the UK, different nights of the year. The ghosts seem to have a very busy social calendar. They got a meet up then? Well, they meet up (laughs) lots of different nights of the year, according to mythology. You know, they're like social butterflies. Hmm. Never in. Really? So, So it's true then? Oh, yeah, it's absolutely true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 21st of December, all the ghosts go to, yeah, must be true. I don't know. It's a story. So nobody else does any ghost hunt anywhere anywhere else because they wouldn't find anything because they're all in Bishop's Castle. Apparently. It would seem so. Must be in the contract. I mean, you know. Must have a party. I mean, would have they been ever done an investigation there that you were aware of? You said you know the place and everything. I thought you there've been investigations might. done there, and the, but there are lots of these cyclical ghosts around the UK. You know, yeah, different, and people have gone along. You know, um, different. You know, on these dates, like <laughs> the twenty eighth of July with Borley, for example, the night that the mon- the nun is supposed to materialise, and they've sat there and stood there and. To my knowledge, I don't think any of them have ever appeared. Oh, okay. On time. <laughs> on schedule. <laughs> but then I guess, you know. Oh, she can, is a woman, Steve. Can, can, clock, can ghosts tell the time? Do clocks exist in ghost world? In ghost land. I think not. And why would it? Oh, oh, oh wait a minute, wait a minute. There should. If, if we have anniversary hauntings, they, they must not be able to tell time, right? I suppose. We have tales of anniversary hauntings. Mm. Well, we have tales of all ghosts. <laughs> this is true. But this is true. Well, okay. Yeah, you know, it's just nope. a thing. Maybe they look at the calendar and not the clock. I don't know. <laughs> and 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 it's been it's been posed before. Back in the 17th century, the cal- the calendar changed by eight days. I know. Right. We went from the Julian to the Gregorian calendar. Mm-hmm. And we have leap year. We throw a day in yeah, extra. So that's far. really going to mess things up. You know, if you if they were born in the 1600s, so 1500s, and they came back on the 21st of December, they're going to turn up six days late. Well, not unless they want to keep it that way and they can read a calendar. 
if they can read a real calendar, one of our calendars, if they're a cognizance of our calendars, then maybe they say, well, I can't go on this day. That's five days too early. I have to wait another five days and come on the 21st. That's too deep for me. I'll, okay. just have, yeah. I'll just have to hover around just waiting. Yeah, you know, hover around just, the bar or waiting. something. Right. You know. They'll be here in another four and a half days, lads. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So anyways, uh, this, is another, this is another place up by you. No, I guess it's not up by you. Uh, Conwell, Conwell's not up by you, right? Yes, it is. It is, okay. Lower Boscoel, Conwell. Conwell. <laughs> Bos- Bos- Boscaswell. You mean Bos- Boscastle in Cornwall? Not castle, Caswell. B-O-S-C-A-S-W-E-L-L. It's not one that rings a bell. Okay. According to this, the uh, every winter solstice, a mysterious phantom appears outside of Pending Fagu. Oh, my God. Is that a Chinese restaurant? Yeah. (laughs) The figure of a uh, woman in white uh, with a red rose in her mouth turns and enters the underground dry stone structure when it is spotted. Some say she brings misfortune to all those who see her. And uh, if you uh, follow into the Fagu, you uh, Fagu. will definitely Fugu. Uh, Fugu. be demise Fugu. shortly. A Fugu is an underground... No, it's uh, a, a man-made cave-like structure that we, dates to the Bronze Age, Iron Age period. They don't really know what they were for, but Cornwall's got quite a lot of them. Oh, they do. <laughs> and it's pending fungal. Fungal. Well, there we are. Fargo. So pending. Fungal. You know what? You know what pending is? Yeah. Okay. So, by we the way, I want. Pendine, I want when, when I die, Steve. It's going to be your your job to uh, start a, uh, a a drive to name one of these fungos after me. I've already got the name. <laughs> good, 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 good. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Since I'm doing all the work here, somebody else do something. <laughs> okay. Well, I I have some Christmas Day deaths and some Christmas Day birthdays. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, uh... oh, that's cheerful. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Isn't it always cheerful, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, dying on Christmas Day. This show. many times over that's every day steve every week okay uh let's see eartha kit famous voice of santa baby okay she died in 2008 george michael from wham and solo died in 2016 yeah he's dead george michael's dead George Michael's dead. Yeah, well, welcome to uh, the 21st century you again. Didn't even tell me. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot to tell you. I'm bad at Damn. those things. Charlie Chaplin died in 1977 on Christmas Day. Dean Martin. No, famous Say it ain't so. From the Rat Pack, died yep. in 1995 on Christmas and, Day. And the Dean Martin roast. Don't forget the Dean Martin roast, which is probably the most funniest thing in the world. Oh my God! I have you ever seen those on? I've watched them all. Like YouTube, they're hysterical, and I'm like, oh my God, the things you, they got you, away with. You couldn't even say any of it anymore. Oh, at no. all. At all. Okay, and uh, my my last famous Christmas Day death. James Brown. 
Doo, 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 doo. He died in 2006. In a car accident? On Christmas Day. I have no idea. Was it the spider or this haunted? Oh, that was James Dean. Same uh, thing. A little Dean different. Brown, whatever. Slight, slight difference. Okay. All right. They'll and, never and, name a fagu after him. Yeah. No, they won't. No. So, famous Christmas Day birthdays. Oh. Shane, Shane McGowan, lead singer of The Pogues, who co-wrote the Christmas classic Fairy Tale of New York. I've was never even heard of it. In 1957. Have you ever even heard of it? Uh, I've heard of the Pogues, but I have not heard of this song. Yeah. Oh, you should. It caused um, controversy. a great deal of controversy really? um, on its release. And also a couple of years ago, because the woke brigade complained again about the lyrics. Oh. Tell, ah. us, tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us, why, why, why is it so? Well, just Google the lyrics to the song. What, what is it? What's the song again? Fairy Tale of New York. Okay, I'm going to do that during the break. It, you do that. You do that. I just pulled up the birthdays, and it did yeah. say, it did note that this song caused controversy recently for its lyrics. Okay, uh, Dido, uh, the English singer-songwriter. Huh? Dido? Who the hell is Dido? You, I didn't even know you were sick. A singer. She, she didn't die. She was born. Oh, okay. In 1971. Humphrey Bogart. Born in, uh, oh my God, are you kidding me? He was born in 1899. Yeah, same time I was. Cut the crap. Yeah, right. Annie Lennox, born 1954. Alistair Cook, uh, born in 1984. Ed Davey, the current leader of the Liberal Democrat. Now, that's, this must be old. Uh, was born in 1965. Yeah, no, he is the current leader of the Liberal Democrat. Is he? Party. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't Over sure. Here. Okay. Uh, Isaac Newton. Born He's definitely 16... dead. Yep. 1643. Sure? Mm. I yep. hope so. He fell uh, to his death. He fell to his death. <laughs> really? <laughs> I think he's being Whilst eating an apple. While, uh -huh. while discovering the theory of gravity. Um, Mary no. Clayton, who sang the famous duet with Mick Jagger in Gimme Shelter was born in 1948. No Noel way. Redding, the English rock musician, best known as the basis for the Jimi Hendrix experience, born in 1945. Justin Trudeau, Prime Minister of Canada, born in 1971. Uh, I don't know who this person is. Chris Kamara, the former professional footballer and manager and now Sky Sports presenter, was born in 1957. And Dorothy Woodsworth, Wordsworth, bleh, the sister of the English poet Williams, William Wordsworth, was born in 1771. There you go. Wow. That's so I'm looking at the lyrics to the uh, Fairy Yelf. Tales of New York. Uh, yeah. I, I guess it was written about me, huh? <laughs> Could have been. Wow. Now I have to Google these. <laughs> oh yeah, God. you have to scroll, you scroll down towards the end of it, but yeah, it goes right to it. Yeah. Yeah. It does, ah. yeah. You're a punk. You're an old oh slut on junk. Hey, it's it talking about us. Wait a minute, it's the show. <laughs> oh my goodness! Nice. Mm. Anyway, I, right. I had I had never heard of about this, and uh, I'm so glad I I did find it. There's a lot of radio shows over here in the UK now won't play it, or they only play it with a warning beforehand. Yeah, and in mm. fact, the radio show 
on. So let me let me ask you this, from playing because it. one of the lines of this says, "You cheap lousy faggot, yeah. uh, you scumbag, you maggot." Uh, yes, so, lovely. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, I told you it was about me. Uh, so, <laughs> so, in in the Eng- English, right? Yeah. A fag is is a cigarette, right? Uh, not any longer, and not in the context of that song. No, I'm not in context of song. I'm trying to get, trying to understand this, Steve. That's why I'm asking yeah. you. Yeah. So, I mean, we we always hear in in, in the movies. Yeah, I mean, well, yes. I mean, there there it's one of these things with the the, the comedy value of the differences, like Fanny and Fanny Pack, um, yeah. and one of the um. English isms that mean different things to Americanisms is, hey, buddy, can I bum a fag? Mm-hmm. Now, over here, that has a very different meaning than over in America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Quite a bit. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's good to know, Steve. So. Throw that in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Steve, what do you got? Since you, you're the guy uh, well, that says you were going to pull up magic I, besides. I've uh, pulled up insulting. some wonderful magic um, yeah. from the Victorian era, but I'm not going to do it this close to the ad break because it's too long. Oh, why are we taking a break? I guess we are. Well, right, we normally so, do. Uh, okay. Then I get to say welcome back to part two of Ghost Chronicles That's International fine, Christmas Edition. <laughs> okay. Oh, we can anyway. just pretend and said it. Okay. No, no, that's fine. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I guess we are taking a break then, which will be in the thing. So well, we, yeah, did, I mean, we did start a bit late. So oh, right. Whose fault was that? We're probably not at the break yet. No, technically. Oh, that's true. Uh, yes. We got you about know, five minutes. All right, to our, our <clears throat> illustrious, illustrious. All right, uh, that should take five minutes then. I'm going to... We we normally do um, on Ghost Chronicles by tradition. It was a night before Christmas to end the show, yeah. but I'm going to end part one with an older rendition in in hopefully the correct uh, dialect of Christmas Eve in the Workhouse. Oh, cool! <clears throat> that makes sense. <clears throat> so, quiet, please. It were Christmas Eve in workhouse, and the beadle was pissed as a newt. The cold froze the porridge right over, and affected brass monkeys to boot. The paupers looked forward to Christmas as a time of indulgence and fun. They got cocoa instead of cold water, and a cracker, double porridge and buns. The dinner was really the favourite, the thing they looked forward to best. Featuring bulk in issue reconstitute chicken, which weren't probably, but just looked depressed. They could sing if they did it quietly, and they could eat all until they were all nearly full. They could kneel and pray extra long praises, give thanks and other such bull. So excitement were raising each minute as Christmas came nearer their way. But just seconds before it struck midnight, a terrible voice said, Nay, what bastard has pissed in me clog? Twas the beadle who shouted in rage, For this no one eats Christmas dinner, And I'll put each of you back in your cage. 
for he was a sensitive person who liked to laugh with lads. But he got the hump at pissing in footwear. He'd borrowed that day off his dad. You'll have nought but stale bread and water, he said till the culprit owns up. But no one said they had done it, so the beadle locked them all up. They spent the whole day bewailing that their dinner had gone to the dog. So they cursed in despair that awful day someone pissed in the beadle's clog. But here comes the part of the story, the moral and pointed bit that make you see God's got a plan. So you laugh and you don't give a shit. The chicken was packed in Argentina, a friendly South American place. It were teeming and creeping with typhoid that came from the old river plate. And so in the other workhouses, the paupers were dropping like flies. But as this one was only the usual high average died, and the paupers danced and they sang praises, that they'd only had water and bread, which doubled as a wake for the beadle, who'd ate chicken and now was well dead. <laughs> so the moral we see quite clearly, this is God loves the poor. And if you've only got bread and water, why, he loves you ten times more. So leave it to your masters, it's all for the best in the end. Don't shout and be stubborn and nasty. If your boss says bend, you bend. And the paupers have got a new beadle, who never gets piss in his clog, because the typhoid that did for the old one also slayed his incontinent dog. <laughs> <laughs> that is so sweet, you know that? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. There you go. <clears throat> is that my contribution that you read to the children before they go to bed? Oh, yeah, that's our Christmas uh, okay. Christmas Eve yeah. tradition. Tuck them all in. Yeah. Tuck them all in, read them the, 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 water. the pissed beetle. There uh, are four or five different versions of that, but. Oh, there are? Oh, yeah. So, do you know how old that dates? Just curious. They're all written. You know, there's new ones appearing all the time. Ah, okay. They're all they're all credited to the. But Victorian. you said they're from like the Victorian. Well, there era, was right? an original poem called "Christmas Day in the Workhouse," or um, that was uh, supposed to enlighten the rich to look after the poor. But Brits being Brits, we we take it each year and change it and brutalize it. And... <laughs> Uh, it's, it's such a lovely Remember, we are the nation that gave the world boating with moat face. Boating with moat face? No, boating. No, they had no a, I'll have to explain that one as we come back after the break then. I think so. Yeah, because we have no clue, that's for sure. Anyways, and, you've been lis listening to the special Christmas edition of uh, Ghost Chronicles International with Steve Parsons, Ian Carrigan, and the humble... Ron Kolick, right here on Tojinet Radio. Yeah, the people. <laughs> Brought to you by our good friends at Ghost Chronicles Radio on Patreon. We'll be right back after the following messages. Welcome to Tokinet. 
Radio with a cutting edge. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. edition of tonight's yes, Ghost Chronicles yes, International. Yes. Well, we're trying to be festive, at least. <laughs> you know, I still can't believe you, you don't know who Boaty McBoatface is. I mean, Ben, oh. our producer, knows. Oh. Boaty McBoatface. Ben, oh. He's dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> be careful. He knows where you live. And if he doesn't, I'd just message him the uh, address. Yeah, just, thanks, thanks. just remember, <laughs> no cookies for you when you come over here. <laughs> All right, who the heck is Bokey Bamombase? Well, a while ago, Britain was building a new Antarctic research vessel. And they decided to hold a oh, public yeah. competition to name the vessel. Now, this was the most advanced Antarctic research vessel in the world. <laughs> Um, to conduct all sorts of clever sciencey experiments, and um, various names were offered forward into the poll, including Boaty McBoatface. And by an overwhelming majority, the British public voted for Boaty McBoatface. <laughs> Why not? Why the not? powers that be, however, um, had got nervous about the name. The public complained um, when they threatened to change the name and a compromise was reached where the vessel uh, was named the Sir David Attenborough in deference to Sir David Attenborough, who is a world renowned um, ecologist and broadcaster. However, in order to placate the public, they the vessel has a number of uh, submersible remotely operated vehicles on board these miniature submarines which go off remotely and explore uh, the deep sea underneath uh, around Antarctica mm-hmm. and each of those little ROVs I think there are four of them are called Boaty McBoatface uh, okay so there you go yeah I, I remember you did tell me that about before okay yeah so now yeah. so now we don't have those public competitions anymore <laughs> 
because look what happens. Because look what happens. Look what happens. It's why we can't have nice things. Yeah, I mean, we have. Um, <laughs> it's happened. It's happened before. Um, every ten years, we have a census, which is a government thing that you have to fill in by law. Yeah. Um, and you, you know, it's it's a census of the population, kind of a hangover from the Doomsday Book. And um, <clears throat> about oh, it must be over twenty years ago now. Um, on the form, if and if I think it's a hundred thousand people are of the same religion and it's a new religion, for example, then that religion becomes a recognized religious organization in the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. So um, out went the census forms and a new religion box appeared on the form. And it said, uh, state your religion. And people started writing Jedi Knight. (laughs) And by the time the census was ended, there were two and a half million Jedi Knights in the United Kingdom. It's good to know. And there are are still sufficient Jedi Knights remaining because many of us still write Jedi Knight in that box. Um, And it's still a recognized religious organization in the UK. We have, uh, we have. Don't screw uh, with the British public. There you go. Not, we have a census here, and that's an important part because what it does is it, uh, uh, our Congress gets uh, changed. If states lose populations, they lose seats in the House, and if they gain, they gain seats. Yeah, but in the have house. you got the Jedi Knights? We do. Well, let's put it this way: we have a variety of sexes. <laughs> yeah, that's. I think- um, Everybody has that, Ron. We have yeah, a they, multi-variety of sexes. Yeah, they included boxes on that form um, last year, but then they, because last year was the census year, um, mm. but they've deleted the... Um, yeah, it's just easier. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, because the British public cannot be trusted to fill in the government form. <laughs> and I think we okay. end up with 38 different genders by the end of uh, wow. this month. Yeah. So getting back to uh, Christmas hauntings. Christmas? Yes. And, Including uh, attack helicopter. Yeah, good. And the uh, this is a place that I, I'm pretty sure you know. It is Landy Fry Dog in Gwindinet. Oh, God. <laughs> was that, what was that, Steve? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. I can hear him shaking his head <laughs> all the way from here. What's wrong with Landy Fry Dog to Gwindinet? Uh, everything. So, how do you say it? It's land of rug in Gwyneth. What? <laughs> what? It's in Wales. Uh, legend has it that an oddly shaped stone on, on Anglesey, hey, uh-huh. which remains that, that which are the remains of a thief who once stole a Bible. Yeah. Uh, he is Ron. He is. He is said did, to carry did, it over his shoulder. We did the Ghost Chronicles International from there. And was suddenly turned into a rock, yeah, given his name, the Robin Stone. Every Christmas, he, it runs done. around three times around the field in which it stands. This is true. Since I knew well, you, ex, you're an expert on Anglesey. Anglesey. Well, we've done a live Ghost Chronicles International from about 100 yards from that stone. Really? And it did, well, it wasn't Christmas, but it didn't run around. Yeah, but it's Christmas Day, though. So, is it called the Robber Stone? Um, in Welsh, the translation is that, yeah. 
what's the I'm not even going to I'm not going to attempt the Welsh. I'm not that good. <laughs> just throw a bunch of you know, better than Ron. Co- cons- just throw a bunch of consonants oh, up here and, and oh, you can with the word Welsh than Ron. <laughs> so Landy Drive Frog Dog and Gwynedd no, is, is not no, good. <laughs> not, it's not not even close. However, the, you see the Welsh language is quite it's an old language and yeah. um, it does cause some merriment with the English who can't pronounce the Welsh place names very well. Um, and we, I mean, it, it, it's really quite simple once you understand the mechanics of, you know, how the words are put together. But um, if you don't, or if you're English, like in, in Welsh, the word for the police is Hedley. Oh. Now it's written H-E-D-L-L-U. So the English would say Hedlu. Mm-hmm. And there are other similar. Hmm. You still with us, Steve? I am still with us. Oh, you oh. just went so quiet there. It just... It's just kind of dropped off. That's because I've got off. a really good microphone. So when I stop talking, it's silent. Oh, <laughs> All right, Ian, you got something? Be- I have a joke. Well, not it's 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 kind of a joke. It wouldn't be too jovial for the show, would it's it? It's like a Christmas joke. Oh, fine. All right. Yeah. Or whatever. Okay. On, so, uh-huh. late one Christmas night, Jack takes a shortcut through the cemetery. Hearing a tapping sound, he becomes scared and quickens his pace. The tapping gets louder. And Jack is now scared out of his wits. Then he notices a man chiseling a tombstone. Thank goodness, Jack says to the man, you gave me the fright of my life. Why are you working so late on Christmas night? They spelt my name wrong. <laughs> Ta-da! <laughs> uh, that was... Ah, whatever. Hey. That was hilarious. No, that was good. I liked it. I thought, I it, was, thought it was uh, okay. I thought it was cute. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I'm glad. I mean, it was better than the time we did the whole show with Irish jokes. Oh my God, you did not remember that. We did. We do that. Yes, we did. Yes, we did we the did. whole show. Yes, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Or you did not. You, when you, you did not. We did. <laughs> yeah, we did. I, now I remember. Yep. I corrupted you totally. I started it off, and then before it was over, you were whipping them out there as fast as I could. <laughs> I remember. I remember that, that, that. That's why we don't have any Irish listeners in the next saying, generation yeah, right? show. It must have been the St. Patrick's Day show. Yes, it was. <laughs> when we were in lockdown and we couldn't go out. Ah! Alcohol was probably involved, I'm sure. Really sure. the worst. I'm sure it was. Absolutely positive. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. <clears throat> well, if we. There's an Irish priest on his way to Christmas Mass driving along a country road when a policeman pulls him over. He immediately smells alcohol on the priest's breath no and noticed an empty wine bottle in the car. Have you been drinking? Oh, just water, said the priest. <laughs> the cop then replied, well, why do I smell wine? The priest looks down at the bottle and says, good God, he's done it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've heard that before. I think I used, I think I used it on the show. <laughs> That's awesome. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. My husband was probably sitting there feeding me Irish jokes, and I'll tell you that much. There was, there was a ton of them. Tom, come up here. I need some material. <laughs> so, it's another place that Steve knows well, I'm sure. Oh, uh, God. Worm at Fife. What? Worm at Fife? 
W-O-R-M-I-T-F-I-F-E? No idea. Okay. Every December 28th, the uh, red glowing lights of a train appear on the site of the former Tay Bridge, designed by Sir Thomas Borch. You mean Fife? The uh, faculty, uh, the structure collapsed in 1879 during a violent storm as a passenger train passed over it. Legend says the scene is reacted, reenacted every year on its anniversary as you hear the train crashing into cold waters of Firth of Tay. Yeah, and it's so famous that William McGonigal, who was a very bad Scottish poet, wrote a poem <laughs> about it. Did he? Yep. Beautiful railway bridge of the Silvery Tay. Alas, I am so sorry to say that 90 lives have been taken away on the last Sabbath day of 1879. Who will remember me for a very long time? Twas about seven o'clock at night and the wind it blew with all its might. And the rain came pouring down and the dark clouds seemed to frown. And the demon of the air seemed to say, I'll blow down that bridge of Tay. When the train left Edinburgh, the passengers' hearts were light and felt no sorrow. But Boris, Boris blew a terrific gale, which made their hearts for to quail. And many of the passengers with fear did say, I hope God will send us safe across the Bridge of Tay. There are 48 verses. I'm not going to read them all. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. But it ends with, it must have been an awful sight to witness in the dusky moonlight while the storm fiend did laugh and the angry did bray along the railway bridge of the Silvery Tay. O ill-fated bridge of the Silvery Tay, I must now conclude my lay by telling the world fearlessly without the least dismay that your central girders would not have given way, at least not many sensible men do say, had it been supported on each side with a buttress, at least many sensible men do confess, for the stronger we build our houses do build, the less chance we have of being killed. <laughs> <laughs> I love you know Never heard of it though, Ron. Sorry. <laughs> how, did you, how did you, did you, did you know that by heart? Yeah, we're taught it at school. Are you really? Really? 48 verses. Oh, God bless you. Oh, holy crap. Yeah, and if we don't if we, if we don't get it right, the beadle only gets us our bread and water. <laughs> wow. Kind of like nah, it was Google. I just Googled it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, that's a we lot. Were, we were verses. so impressed. Come on. Yeah. We were like downright impressed with you, Steve. <laughs> but anyway. Wow. All right. So at least I you know, knew that there was a poem about the Silvery Bridge you take. Uh, I never did. Anyway, Tough. do you know uh, the Down End Isle of Wright? The what? Down End Isle of Wright. D O W N. There's an island called the Isle of Wight. I was just going to say that. <laughs> yeah, right. W R I G H T. No, W-I-G-H-T. Yeah, same thing. No, Anyways, it isn't. <laughs> according to this, uh, every December 31st, uh, unidentified party goers 
have been spotted enjoying an evening at the manor house near King George's, according to local stories. That's the called a rave. Prop- <laughs> what? It's called a rave. <laughs> yes, exactly. A night on horseback, horseback has also been seen appearing uh, there every December 31st. So maybe, oh, you know, like, them. you know, maybe the, the ghosts that gather at the gathering, like there's some of them just like the yeah, party. Just drunk say, hippies. To the aisle, all right. Let's go party on down there. Yeah, just drunk hippies all trying to relive Woodstock. <laughs> Are you aware of any haunting ghosts of like party ghosts? Well, you've just told us one. Yeah, I, know. I told you that. I asked if you were aware of any. Uh, no, ghosts are traditionally in, in Britain miserable. They never party. God, just miserable. Do you blame them? Yeah. Well, I mean, they they wail and bemoan and drag chains around. You can't really dance carrying when you're carrying half a half a hundred weight of chain. This yeah, is I true. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Kind of difficult. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Marley's ghost. He was a miserable. Well, won't you be if you worked with Scrooge all those years? Ebenezer. <laughs> Well, actually, in his younger days, Ebenezer Scrooge was supposed to be a bit of a pl- a bit of a lad, wasn't he? He certainly had the hots for. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Danced and partied. Right. Well. What you haven't watched the Muppets Christmas Carol? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm so busy watching uh, the, uh, you know, the Fago Pintil. Pindin far, Pago. Far, far, the Pago. what? Yeah. <laughs> you know the fugu is also a poisonous Japanese fish. Yeah. You I have to be that. licensed in order to um yeah. prepare. And only you have to Japanese sign a disclaimer that. before you eat. Yeah, only the Japanese would do that. Like like, you're you cooking. Know, serve up something that can kill you in seconds. Yeah, <clears throat> I haven't filled in a disclaimer before I eat food since the last time you cooked for us. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Uh, I think so. So, Steve, do you know where the the traditions of holy, yeah, holy of uh, ghost Christmas ghost stories started in in, in the? I know they started in Victorian times, right? Or am I wrong? You're wrong. Okay, straight me out. That's why I asked because you oh, are okay. the great enlightener. <laughs> Well, in order to understand why Christmas is traditionally a time for ghost stories, you really have to look back to the various connections the celebration of Christmas has to the Celtic celebration of Yule, which is the winter solstice and the darkest night of the year. Mm-hmm. Like Halloween and San, these connections are not perfect, and Yule certainly didn't turn into Christmas. However, there are still significant borrowings that we have to consider. What's most important here is that the winter solstice is just uh, it's actually it's a time of year when the veil between the worlds becomes thin this makes it therefore a perfect time for ghosts and that belief coupled with the fact it simply gets darker earlier makes the end of december the prime and traditional time for telling stories and while telling stories in the dark has been popular for centuries, Christmas ghost stories became wildly popular in Victorian England, especially in the periodicals. um, And Dickens' classic work, of course, um, is by no means the only ghost story uh, going on, although it was argued um, perhaps the most sentimental and therefore the longest lasting. But ghost stories have appeared all over the place. Some of them are much better known than others, um, like The Signalman, 
Dickens collected a huge number of um, Christmas ghost stories, and he believed that Christmas Eve is the witching time for, for storytelling and frequently included ghost stories in the magazines he edited, uh, which, interestingly, um, women were the primary contributor um, by a huge proportion as many as 70% of the ghostly fiction in the Victorian era was written by women. Mm-hmm. So there we go. There you go. And I'm told, uh, so in some of the things that I had read about, you know, when it, during that, you know, the Industrial Revolution, Christmas was just not even, you know. No, it wasn't. It, it wasn't, wasn't even considered a day off. You couldn't have that day off. You just it kept wasn't, working. It wasn't. In, well, Christmas um, in the middle part of the victorian era christmas became a holiday um but if you look back through through dickens um at the the end of a christmas carol he throws up the window and he says to the small boy you boy is the butchers round the corner still open with the big turkey hanging in the window and the little boy goes yes and dickens sends him off to buy it and have it delivered so clearly you know there were traders and trade going on um, on Christmas Day, it was right. it was a day for a family celebration, but mm-hmm. actually it wasn't a day because if you go back through the Hanoverians and to the, towards the Tudor period, uh, with the exception of the Cromwellian era, when we didn't celebrate Christmas, because mm-hmm. he was a miserable bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Oliver Cromwell Colec, his name was. <laughs> and... Um, Christmas, uh, the celebration of Christmas lasted, I think it was two weeks. Really? Hence we get the 12, the 12 days oh, of Christmas. Days of Christmas, yeah. Right. Works for me. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Oliver Crowleck. Oliver protect. Crowleck. You like that, huh? <laughs> I'm banning Christmas. Mind you, our, our politicians are trying to do that again this year, so... Yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not, in America, Christmas was bland, uh, banned by the Puritans. Right. They wouldn't allow it. Nope. You could go the to first jail. Chris- they still the first, don't. The first Christmas uh, celebrated <laughs> in, Ameri- in the Americas was, I believe, in, if, in five, 1538 in Florida. Well, they had Christmas every year in the Americas. It's just they did so. <laughs> Celebrated, they said. Well, well, in the Quaker colonies, they wouldn't have done. All right. We have to uh, go on because we have a special treat for everybody. It is now time for us to recite uh, tradition here on Ghost Chronicles International. And that is the night before Christmas. Without the accent this time. Yeah, that too. (laughs) So, okay. Steve, you want to lead us off? Yeah, this is actually an American poem. That's fine. Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was staring, not even a mouse. All the stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in the hope that St. Nicholas soon would be there. Then what to my wondering eyes should appear? A miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. A little old driver, so lively and quick. I knew in a moment it must be St. Ron. (laughs) 
And more rapid than eagles, his reindeer all came as he shouted on Dasher and each reindeer's name. And so yeah, up that proves it was wrong because you can only get one name right. <laughs> you get that right. And so up to the housetop, the reindeer soon flew with a sleigh full of toys and St. Nicholas, too. I don't like this verse. Down the chimney he came with you a leap and a bound. He was dressed all his fur and his belly was round. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk. There's where I come in. Here he is. Here's the jerk. <laughs> Here he comes. And laying a finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up the chimney he rose. Chimney. But I heard him explain, exclaim. I'm going to do that again. But I heard him exclaim as he drove out of sight. After three, Merry two, Christmas one. To Merry all. Christmas, Christmas to, to all. all. And to, and to all, all I a good, good night. Merry That's Christmas. So nice. Merry Christmas. Yeah, we do that every year. So I what? think that was an abbreviated. It was. That was the uh, Ghost Chronicles Steve, International Edition. Steve gave us that. I had really? no Really? Yeah, blame him. Oh, my goodness. Because we, we did do the full version once with St. Jan Cat. I know, because I allotted enough time to do it. And yeah. that was a little abbreviated version. Well, uh. you had the lyrics. <laughs> I could have done that, right? Yeah, you've done radio production. Yeah. <laughs> you well, claim. As we were reading it, I'm like, wait, wait, this wait, this isn't this wait. isn't it. This isn't it. Do you know when my son, my son Patrick was a little boy and he memorized, he memorized that whole book and, and he used to go through the names of the, the reindeer and everything. That's why I was like, wait, wait, we're missing a lot yeah. of stuff here. <laughs> on Dasher, on Dancer, on Prancer, on Stupid and Comet and Cupid, Cupid and, 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 and Dopey. And yeah, stupid. there's so much. Oh well, it's your show, so you can do whatever you want. No, so that's there. what happens when you delegate. You know, you let the people. But we've never done it properly. We've we've always tried, but we, we were going to do that one properly. We had yeah. the great Ghost Chronicles International. That's true. Uh, <laughs> did you know? You, know, you probably don't, but uh, I might. If you yeah. can pronounce it right. <laughs> Although uh, Christmas is a non-religious occasion in uh, Japan, uh, the eating of KFC is important from December 23rd to 25th. Oh my God. Yep. Uh, there are a lot of things you didn't know about KFC, but uh, according to the change popularity, thanks to the insanely popular ad in 1974, it's Kentucky Fried Christmas uh, for the people oh, of Japan. Come on. Oh, it's terrible. Steve and I would be fine over there, wouldn't we, Steve? Ew. We've got a new KFC open by us. Oh, awesome. Quarter of a mile away. Ah, can't beat it. I mean, it's our tradition here. Every time Steve comes over, we always go out for KFC, don't we, Steve? Oh, yep. It's the only time he's allowed. Awful. Ugh. Yep. You say so. And St. Jan always comes with us. And then complains about the, <laughs> about the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's tradition. All right. Well, 
We got our bell. You heard the bell, right? Yeah, I yeah. know. It's, we're wrapping it up. This is okay. Uh, Although I do use... prefer Chinese night. Uh, I, I understand. Do they have uh, Chinese Kentucky Fried Chicken? No. <laughs> and you God, can't ask for a you can't ask for a poo poo platter in Britain. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's not pleasant. No. No. <laughs> no. We'll pass. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so we, we've got to wrap it up. We want to thank everybody for uh, staying with us these past two years, especially during the uh, unpleasantness that has been happening throughout the world. And uh, we do appreciate you uh, coming back for more. <laughs> you sick bastard. <laughs> Tune in again in the new year when Ron will once again stifle the show. <laughs> I, I will try. I will t- do my best as always. Well, I establish a rapport with the guests. That's right. There you go. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. All right, so we got to wrap it up. Uh, thanks for everyone. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and we'll see you on the uh, flip side. Merry Christmas, everyone. Good night. See you in 22. And we're out. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us good 